Welcome to this week's comeback special of the Progress of Unity podcast. Uh, talking of comebacks, welcome back, Mick. Hello there. Happy New Year to everybody out there in podcast land. Happy New Year to you too, Mick. Hey, yes. Dan? Hello, Barry. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Glad to be back. Excellent. Gareth? Hello there. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Yeah, you. Well. Good stuff. And Sai, how are you doing? Evening, how are you? Excellent, excellent. Right, comeback, comeback special. So we've had uh, we've had two games in the uh, in, in the past seven days, and both have been comeback specials, haven't they? I mean, uh, the Gillingham and, and uh, the Sheffield United game. So what we'll do, we'll uh, we'll sort of meld them both. But I've got two off the terrace report. So what we'll do first of all. Uh, we'll listen to Paul's off the terrace report for the Gillingham game, and then we'll uh, we'll have a look at some stats from the game, uh, and then we'll we'll get straight into the Sheffield United one. So, without further ado, over to Paul. Well, it's Friday morning, and I got so carried away I forgot it was my turn to uh, do this straight off the terrace. So this isn't quite straight off the terrace; it's straight off the Friday morning. What a game! What a finish! Oh. I'm up early because I'm still buzzing. Brilliant. Last night we went from being a playoff team to an automatically promoted team. Um, still got a bit to do to catch the other teams with the head start we gave them at the beginning of the season when we got sorted. But for the past three months we've been picking up two points a game, which is the form of a team that's champions if you can do it across the whole season. But that will be enough if we continue it to see us home and I'll finish off with the customary up the ticks right so that, that was Paul's off the uh, terrace report unfortunately <laughs> Paul's stuck in traffic okay. in smooth off the terrace report yeah it was like he got a bit of a call though, didn't he yeah or he just got up one of the it was other. a Friday morning off the terrace report <laughs> I, I believe he was putting his bins out as well anyway <laughs> um, Gareth you got some stats for us from that game Yes, the stats from the game, Wigan Athletic versus Gillingham, possession, Wigan managed 54%, Gillingham 46, shots, Latics managed 12, 8 by Gillingham, on target, the Latics managed 7, Gillingham 4, Wigan had 6 corners to 4 from Gillingham, had 2 yellow cards, 1 for Gillingham, no reds, and we won 3-2. 3-2, what a comeback, 2-0 down, not long left, 2 thirds of the game gone, and... Uh, the old spirit shows and, and bang 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 and there we were and one advert for Sky as well for Thursday night league one football yeah it's better than uh, Channel 5's Thursday night Europa League football yeah, isn't yeah, it yeah, yeah. still not as good as Saturday afternoon 3 o'clock though is it well it, ow, it isn't Mick it isn't it is when you win 3-2 like that yeah well we might have won 3-0 if it was Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock <laughs> <laughs> we might have drawn three all. We might have been three nil up, and then no, I, I just I just feel as though moving it to Thursday um, takes quite a bit away from from the actual event. Um, you look at it, you look at the crowd, and fair play to them Gillingham fans because yeah. it wasn't as if it was a local derby or just around the corner. Uh, they they made the effort, they got the, you know put the commitment in. They saw a cracking game, so all, all, uh, you know all credit to them guys. But what would it have been like on a Saturday afternoon, three o'clock? That end would have been packed out. I think you could have. I don't think so. Well, no, twice as I think that you could have at least doubled the number of yeah. people who were there. It's probably told we took down to their place. I think if it had been Saturday afternoon. Yeah, so you know about five hundred. Yeah, yeah. Plus, how many how many Latics play, uh, Latics fans themselves missed it because you know they was either still on a shift or was going on a night shift or something like that. I just feel as though moving it for the sake of TV. No. Last night's game against Sheffield, different because, you know, it was, yeah. a, it was a postponed well, game. We don't have any option, do we? Because we're contracted to the Football League, so if they say your game's going to be moved to Thursday night to be shown on Sky TV, then that's what we have to do. Yeah. We get a bit of compensation for it. Yeah, we do, but does that make it right? Well, it doesn't, no, no, I'm not saying, I'm just, you know, I'm not saying it's right. But it was enjoyable. Where would, oh, we, where, would, where would we be without TV money? Well, probably in a much better place, but sorry, forget I said that. <laughs> Football's a, a, well, it's a different thing to talk about, isn't it? We won't talk about it some other time. But I think Sky's influence on football has, has brought it into the 21st century. 
for me. It's updated the sport and it's yeah. it's a better thing for it. Whether it's going too far or not is a different matter, and we can talk about that some other time. But I, one thing I'd like to for us to talk about, if you don't mind, uh, I saw somebody on Thursday night who I've not seen. I heard a lot of talk about, and I was really impressed. Bradley Dack, the Gillingham, Gillingham captain, was a captain on the night. I think he was absolutely fantastic. Adam, uh, what do you think of him? I don't think he was as good as you make out to be. I mean, he didn't really have an effect on the game that really sort of... I mean, he weren't man of the match. But he that definitely belonged to Will Grigg. Or that, even Daniels played. I don't know if he played the game, but he weren't man of the match. He set the first goal up, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, but I just thought... From I, I, I seen him in August in, in person. He was yeah. a lot better then than he is now. Yeah, good <laughs> point, good point. And he the post. Yeah, he the post. But going back to what Mick says, Adam... That was a Saturday afternoon, this was a Thursday oh, night. On TV, TV. yes. <laughs> Bloody Football League ruining players' careers. He, he, <laughs> he was a bit of a winger though, wasn't he? Oh yeah. He was a bit of a winger because he is a very physical player. I noticed that and uh, I like that in a, in a, in a good, uh, good player. The thing is though, is he came up against a couple of the lads who thought, well, I'm not giving you anything here, mm-hmm. pal. Like Pierce. Especially Pierce. And you actually thought, uh, uh, I'm sorry, mate, you're not going anywhere. And he wins the mold from then on in. Well, Pierce slapped him across the face as well, didn't he? <laughs> what, he bitch slapped him? <laughs> he did, yeah, he went well through him from the back and then yeah. uh, slapped him across the face. Oh, he went through him as well. Good yeah. on him, good on him. Yeah, yeah twice. And yeah. he had a good night, Pierce, really. He did, yeah. <laughs> if he'd have been playing Premier League football, he'd have been sent off at least three times, I counted. Yeah. Or would he even concede a free kick? <laughs> Well, it was an amazing game, really. I mean, I don't know. I, I think everybody's got an opinion on the game. The first half, I think, probably, which should have been ahead, maybe level at half-time. You know, we had some good chances in the first half. But they came out for the first ten minutes of the second half. That, I take on board, I thought he was brilliant. I thought he was brilliant. And the team were brilliant for the first ten minutes. And I thought, and then they scored. And one fella who sits near me and got up and went out in disgust and I could understand his frustration because at that point I thought we were going to get battered yeah yeah. but comeback story come back, what yeah. a comeback story it was you know I mean it was wonderful wasn't it it was great we, we struggled in the first half with our defence again and it's becoming a regular theme this I'm afraid it's, it takes us a while before we actually get things right at the back and once we'd sorted that and our midfield could relax and play a good midfield and control the midfield. I thought we looked brilliant. Even even though they themselves were a very, very, very good side. I would say they are definitely one of the best footballing sides we've seen. But they were also committed. And that's another thing I like in the scene in the team, is they were working for one another, you could see mm-hmm. that. And, you, could, you know, we talked about it before, you could see how gutted they were come full time, you know. Mm. That they had lost 3-2, you know, it was a really good football spectacle for a, for a neutral to watch that game, you'd have been loving it, really. Yeah, well, well we, we all loved it, didn't yeah. we? Especially the last minute goal as well, what Morgan popped up with. Yeah. Brilliant header. I think Brilliant. we might get another Sky game, just off the back of that, Barry. We might do, yeah, another Thursday night, mate, for you. Blackpool and Wigan. Oh God. Yeah, well. It won't, it won't happen. It won't. Yeah. Right. One on Thursday. Let's fast forward then. To um, to Saturday. Well, to Saturday first. Okay. Uh, because on Saturday we uh, we brought Yannick in, didn't we, on a permanent? On his ostrich. And we were talking about him last week, and he's uh, he tweeted a photo draft, didn't he, saying, "Hello, look who it is." <laughs> in Adele's voice, was it yeah. something like that? Yeah, yeah. 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 Superb. I like his little videos he's done of him singing in the stands and aggravating Ed Jones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, even more so that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, that really was yeah. funny. Yeah. I just like his up the ticks as well. Yeah. Oh, he's, 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 he's a ticks man, isn't he? He's a ticks man. That Dutch Wiganese accent that he's got. Yeah. He's a guy that I've isn't he? He used to have one. And George Schmitz as well. And Denny Lanzat. And Mario Melchior. They all had that Wigan Dutch accent. Yes. And uh, Rashid Bouhazan as well. Oh, yeah, that, right. that, that, yeah, him. Yeah. yeah he, he was a <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. So, welcome on board, Yannick, permanently, three year deal. And uh, we move on to Tuesday night. Sheffield United were in town. Picture was all looking forward to. I was looking forward to seeing Sheffield United. Last three years, they've been one of the big clubs in this league, haven't they? 
Uh, yeah. I expect him. I thought they'd go off as champions. Yeah, <laughs> Nigel Atkins been here, done it twice, so I thought, you know, he'll have them sorted. Anyway, uh, let's have a listen to Dan's off the terrace report yeah. before we go any further. Welcome to the DW Stadium, half time. Wigan Athletic leading Sheffield United 2 0. And I have to say, I'm very pleasantly surprised because usually on evenings like this, when it's throwing it down, we don't do very well at all. The conditions get the better of us, but I'm pleased to say that's not happened tonight. Sheffield United looking a little bit rickety, a bit of an understatement. Lassics, in particular, Grigg, having many, many chances. In fact, he could have had a hat-trick himself. Michael Jacobs, absolutely majestic with the through balls. And, well, we've got to talk about it, haven't we? The referee's goal. Lassics have everybody up. Sheffield are just about to break and the ball comes off the referee's backside. Jacobs plays the ball through magnificently for Grigg, who slots home. Goalkeeper completely floundering and Sheffield United furious, absolutely furious. The second goal, Harris Vujkic just before half-time and not before time because, well, Sheffield had quite a bit of possession before then but Latics brought it back round and 2-0 at half-time is more than deserved, I think. And now, I'm going for a pie. Well, <laughs> crikey, walking away from the DW Stadium after an absolutely pulsating finish out of nowhere, from 3-0 down, Sheffield United, how on earth have you pulled it back to 3-3? I'll tell you why. Because of three dodgy pieces of defending from Wigan Athletic, Donovan Daniels, I'm looking at you for all the great stuff you did going forward. Oh my goodness. From 3-0 up to 3-all at full time. Well, at least we haven't lost. Although, it really, really does feel like it right now. In a way, we should have seen it coming because those first ten minutes we were exhibiting some of those iffy moments. However, you'd think three goals would completely obliterate that. But no... There was just enough time for them to come back and get the third, just as we had enough time to win 3-2 on Thursday. And yes, completely shocked after that. We had nothing to go and try and get the fourth in six minutes of injury time. I'm going to shut up now. Back to you in the studio, Barry. Yeah, it was. It's atmospheric. How was your pie, Dan? Cold. What did you have? <coughs> chunky steak. You don't sell chunky steak. <laughs> I know because I brought it in from outside. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh right, right. Oh. Never mind. I've, I've, got, I've, I've got to say, we need to keep Paul Kendrick off Twitter. Three 0 up, he said, "Game over." <laughs> mm. Yeah. So. Well, well, well it's yeah. Greg. I think the players thought game over as well, so they must have been reading his Twitter feed. Well, it's definitely what Gary Caldwell thought the players thought. Yeah. Well, interestingly, I was listening to the game on Wish FM as I was watching it last night, and the commentator said, us scoring the third goal was the worst thing we could have done at that moment because it kicked them back into life again. Mm. Mm, I thought Perkins going one, off. So. Good, well taken third goal. Though. What a cracking goal that was. McCann's? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you, spot on with that, because I'm, I'm, I'm his worst critic of saying he's a one-pence player, but yeah, when he scored last night, it, it just, you know, made me yeah. shut up straight away. And he's right, Peg, and uh, yeah. it worked. What were the stats, Gareth, from the game last night? Oh, the, sorry, the stats from the game last night, Wigan versus <laughs> Sheffield United. Possession, 51% to Wigan, 49% to Sheffield. Goal attempts... Wigan managed 11, Sheffield 16. On target, the Latics had 7 and 5 to Sheffield. The Latics had 6 corners to 4 by Sheffield. Had 3 yellow cards to Sheffield's 3. No reds. 3 apiece. 23's in there. 23's. Um, what happened, Adam? What happened? Um, I think I think the... Uh, the lack of concentration, the, the mentality that, oh, third goal's gone in, let's just, well, it's the, the game's going to do it for us now and we'll just we'll just stop playing. I think three, all three goals were just shocking defending. 
I mean, that, I think what really did it for them was the first goal, because that ball going in, it was going behind him, he wouldn't have got on the end of that. And we let him easily down the left, Daniels kept doing that, and, and that first goal just kicked him to life, and didn't help with the fact that we brought Don Cowie on, because he doesn't move a lot, he's not the best ball winner, he can't pass a ball, his first touch isn't superb. What can he do, really? I mean, you no. might as well put me in midfield. Come on, spit it out. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. Come on. What would you do, though? <laughs> Who would you get lost. Looking at the bench that we had last night, <laughs> looking at the bench last night, obviously uh, Perkins had, had to go off because he was injured. Who would you brought on to replace him off the bench? What would you do? Well, what's, what's funny is, Rhys James ended up playing in central midfield and Chris McCann was at left back. Okay, Chris McCann had a great game at left back. But if he has a great game of left back, you can only think of what he'd do in centre midfield because that's his position. And you could see off the third goal how good how good technically he is with the ball. Probably what we needed to help attacking and late in the game. Mm. And Reese James is a natural left back who should do a job there when we need him to. So I think the wrong sub was made. I think Kevin needs to get get lost. So you'd have taken uh, uh, Perkins off, brought James on, slotted yeah. McCannon into midfield, and. and uh, James at left wing back. Yeah, good shout, good shout. Mm. I've got, got a centre back issue as well. <laughs> In the form of Leon Barnett. Mm. Yes, I'll. The last I'll two games, that. I'm not just picking him out for last night, although it was awful. The last two games, I think you know, I've got a problem there as well, which we need to address this transfer window. Mm. I know we've got uh, Jack Hendry, haven't we? In reserves, but and, you know, I think it's too soon for him to step up and. We've got Donovan Daniels to slip into the back three, haven't we? If, if we want to do that with this uh, new signing we've made with Reese Wabara from uh, from Barnsley, who's uh, going to be announced this week, unveiled this week. So he's been brought in at wing back. We'll talk about him in a little bit. Uh, so you'd expect Daniels to slip slip into Barnes' position. Um, Barnes is a defender, but he's not a ball player, is he? He's uh, and they keep giving him the ball, yeah. and he doesn't want it. You see the panic in his eyes. The weight of his eyes are standing out. Yeah, uh, two put very poor games for me in the last two games. On Barnett's side. I'd like to raise you that and say he's been lukewarm all season. Yeah, I think he's had his head turned as well, you know, uh, in the summer when there was interest for him. I think he's maybe wanting out sooner rather than later. He must be all good money for it. He comes from the Premier League, didn't he? he comes from, you know, yeah. he, he, like you said, he is he's a defender, he, you know, he's a big fella, he's a blocker, he's somebody who can get a foot in, but keep, keep giving him the ball, no. his passing's atrocious, no better than that. And that is bad, <laughs> that is bad, that is bad. Um, so, our right side's a little bit weak, when, when Yannick come on, I mean, I noticed when Yannick came on, he, he had a silver salvo with him, and he had a a bottle of brandy, 11 glasses and 11 cigars and that's what they were, I thought that's what they were doing, they got the brandy and cigars out and they thought the game was up, didn't they? But, Colwell put him on the right hand side, which, yes, uh, was that a reason to, do you think he tried to pin McEvely back uh, by putting exactly. Yannick there yeah. to stop, stop that overlapping because that started mm. to creep in, hadn't it? They were, they were going away. But we'd lost it in midfield as well, I thought. Well, yeah, we'd lost the Terrier, haven't we? We've lost a terrier, yeah. And brought our clone. <laughs> well, there was, going back to Yannick, there was one good moment where Rhys James linked up with Yannick. This was when we were 3 to up and we had a chance to put it beyond him at 4 2, and that would have been it. Was that the one where Max Power just uh, missed a bit of an open goal, really? Didn't yeah, yeah, we, we should have scored there. Yeah. Mm. With two, two or three attempts, aren't we? And they were blocked and scrambled, and the keeper saved one from Will Grigg. And that would have been it, and Yannick would have made it. So those people who were saying, uh, what did Yannick do when he came on? Nothing. <laughs> well, he made that what should have been a goal. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with, with that, but I'm also very frustrated with Yannick. In the way in which, if ever, if ever there was an example of a jigsaw, it's him. Because the number of times he took the ball into the box, and the next thing he's on his knees, and it, it, you know, like, and there were players in support, and I've not been impressed with him in his last couple of games, to be honest with you, from him playing a team game. Yes, he's good on the ball from the point of view he can beat a man, 
But I tell you something, I think we're wasting money on him. I really Ooh. do. Ooh. Ooh. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he fits into the pattern of what we're trying to do because he needs to pick and impress me. He really hate does. Hmm? We're getting hate mail. I don't care whether I'm getting hate mail or not. No, I he needs to I impress me. There was a few instances last night where you're thinking, pass, pass. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's gone down or try to take it around the player and you're not going to get past. I did see that last night, but was that not him trying to show, you know, thanks for everything? Yeah, I think it. so. He's trying a little bit too hard. Yeah. Yeah. And trying to, trying to score the wonder goal. Just yeah. try and play your own well, game. No, just do what you, you know, do what we've, okay, we've signed him for a, a very good reason, which we realise he's got the potential mm. and also he's, he's got the capable. But let's not be, you know, why, why have they let him go? They know very well what he's capable of doing. Yeah, but with all due respect, Mick, I'm sorry, but we're not p- talking about that at the moment. We're talking about last night's game. So we'll come back to that later in the season and we'll reassess Yannick. Well, let's, talk about last, let's talk about his performance in last night's game. Well, he was only on for 20 minutes. Only for 20 worth minutes. 20 minutes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was 20 minutes. <laughs> but he, he, he came on just as our performance dipped, uh, and, and we lost we lost Perkins. That's the that's the main I, reason it dipped. I, I've said that now. I keep saying it because uh, there's so many people say, "What does he bring to this team? What does Perkins bring to this side? What does he do? He doesn't do nothing." I think we saw last night when he went off just right. exactly what he does. Do. Right. What he does is he allows other players like uh, Jacobs and Power to function in a totally different way, a more relaxed footballing way. Without him though last night, they had to do his work for him because we had the clown on Right? Yeah, I, I agree. He is, he is that workhorse in the middle of the pitch that, you know, closes people down, you know, and just, he's, like I say, he's yapping at your feet, he, yeah. he won't give you a minute, and then like I say, mate, he frees up other players. Yeah. He, he closes the space as well, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. He closes the space, which is Perkins. Uh, take it you've done the gun and you've moved on to the Baron Neugler. <laughs> oh, hello, Paul. Where did you come from? <laughs> Good evening, sir. The M6 has been shut for a few hours this afternoon. It's took me two hours to get here, so apologies yeah. for that. You've only come from Indley. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, you on last night? Yeah. I think losing juniors cost us a bit as well, with the competition in midfield, because I think... You bring Perkins off. If you have Junior on the bench, he's someone who likes to work. He can tackle. He's he's good at going forward. I think if we're going to bring anyone in, apart from the right back, I think it's going to be a, a, a defensive-minded midfielder, good work rate, and someone who can really put competition for the places like on Max Power and Perkins. Because I think you lose one of them, and our season's really under jeopardy. Graham Cavanagh. Get him in. He's about 50 now. <laughs> well, we're linked with Kelly, aren't we, up at... Uh, Oldham. Yeah. Oldham. Oldham, uh, who are doing awful, and I've not seen anything from, from him, from any highlights I've seen. I've seen him give the ball away a few times. Right. Well, I know nothing about him, so I'm only going yeah. off well. Uh, I mean, Oldham fans seem to love him, don't they? Oh, he presents GMTV, as we established last yeah. week. Gareth's just written down here, Chow and Flores. Oh, yeah. They're our players. They're young lads. Yeah. Where are they? What's happening? Flores has been injured. Flores has been speaking to Manny in uh You see where she said don't say anything about Because oh. it's all me and it's all... That's out. Yeah. Well, I, well, I think Chow has been placed on the naughty step after those two performances last month, was it? Or the month before? There has been word that Chow might be going out on loan. Oh, well. uh, But again, I'm not so... Somebody who told me that told me don't say anything. <laughs> but, so, so John Flores is injured, which we not to mention, and we have done. Uh, he has been injured. He's back training again oh, now, yeah, isn't he? And uh, Tim Cho uh, is likely to be going out on lawn. Wait, is this staying in? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, not now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed Jones with a ring in you. Ring, 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 ring. Just wave a scarf in front of his face, Barry. He's gone now. He's talking now. He's not nonsense to make him sure it's cut out now. So anyway, last last night then. So we we was we ended up at three apiece. I guess one of the, the worst sides of that team this season. Don't depress me. Have you, have you mentioned their um, haranguing of the robbery? <coughs> we talked about it earlier, yeah. didn't we? Like off, off, off air. Off air, we did, yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Quite disgusting. Kids, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, no uh, respect for the referee. No. It was awful. Did it, did it intimidate him because his performance was, well, was a shocker? I think him, yes. him doing that back pass intimidated him as well. Because <laughs> he, he gave everything after that. Yeah. 
Well, it was one more penalty we didn't get. Oh, leveling it up, as they say. Yeah. What, what was well, the process about that, though? Because what it's unlucky, it? and they were feed off with it. Well, Nigel Atkins, in his interview, said uh, the referee could have could have gone out of the way of that, and he didn't. <laughs> what? You <laughs> even. Did he not hit him from behind? Yeah, yeah. they hit the back yeah. of his heel when they yeah. passed straight it through. Did. Him. Yeah, what it was a do? terrible. It's not his position to move out of the way. It's still bitter for 2007, I've told you. Yeah, yeah. very bitter, isn't it? And it's West Ham they should be bitter at, yeah. not us. West Ham. So just Burnley Man Blades fans. Um, also, Atkins after the game said he, he, uh, he can see them going up uh, automatically in the he, top two. He's smoking something. <laughs> he is, because well, I, I was very disappointed to be, fair, to be fair, if you can be as outclassed as that as they were and still get a point, yeah. you've got to believe in I something. I think they got a point, though. I think we gave them a point. Yeah, we did. I think I that's agree. the deal. Well, we did, but they were fighting for it. We nearly did, yeah. They were fighting for it, weren't they? There's a spirit in their side, no question. I, I, I don't think we they look like we what we looked like on Thursday when we were going for that win. No, no, it wasn't the same quality in there. Those first two goals, it didn't feel like they could still believe they could get back in the game. No. And then once that second went in, yeah, they got a bit of fight. They weren't. The two good strikers, aren't they, in Billy yeah. Sharp and, and Dunn? Yeah. But the two, the old shirt around the box, aren't they? They, go, they always hit the target. So you've always got half the chance with players like that. But there's nothing else in that team. Brayford going down the right at, at fullback isn't too bad, but he's, he, again, he's nothing special, is it? And that was it. Yeah. <clears throat> that yeah. was it. The, for me, they were boring. And the keeper was a shocker. Yeah. yeah. And it just shows how you know we played United didn't we, the other day, and it was a boring game to watch. Two boring sides. There's nothing, nothing to them. I just, I, just, I don't like them. <laughs> no, I think we'll go to, go to the ground in three weeks time, I think, and we'll probably win two now. Yeah, I can see us beating them two now. Anyway, uh, let's uh, let's move on. We mentioned earlier on about uh, Reese Wabara, 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 <laughs> uh, the Danny Alves of League One. Apparently, you said that me just then. Oh. Uh, I did read it. He's a player in the style of Danny Alves. Is uh, a wing back and he's fast. Who's Danny Alves? <laughs> Barcelona and Brazil. Alright, oh, okay, thank yeah. you for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the They're even laughing in the back room, mate. I thought they were mixed on fire tonight. <laughs> um, very fast. I don't know if anybody remembers him from when we played uh, Barnes and the JPT down here. Uh, oh, Danny Alves or this? <laughs> <laughs> no Danny Alves, no. Alright, oh, sorry. Uh, when we brought Yannick on. He kept up with him all the time, Yannick didn't burn him off, uh, he's very very fast, he's rapid so uh, Caldwell's brought somebody probably to play on the opposite side, he's just as quick as what he is. So we've got a bit of pace now. So that's that's that good for Super Kev Nelson, does it? Well, can you see him, I mean he, he's only just come back to training after being out for three, four months, yeah. say, so he's, he's probably six weeks away from, from pushing his way in anyway. So. Thing is, if you get if you got somebody for there, I mean we've we've managed with stopgap. <coughs> if you buy another player in to fill that position, that's not a stopgap. Then you get the player that you bought for that position in the first place for it again. You've got your competition for places. Yeah. Mm. The good thing about uh, what, what, what <coughs> from our point of view as well, he's out of contract. Your contract runs on thirty uh, first of December, so he's a, in effect he's a free agent. When does Liam Barnett's contract run out? We're back. Last night, tomorrow, I think. Last night. <laughs> I know I missed the start, but... <coughs> it's alright, we'll have three of you. How many weeks now is that that I've been with you about his passing ability? Can't pass. Someone's gone out on loan this week with Richard Donald's gone to Bristol City, he played uh, against Preston Forum. Did they lose last night? 2-1. Yeah, conceded two goals. Neither were his fault. One was an own goal and had a bullet header passed him from... I like the Barnett against Chesterfield. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so anyway, good luck to him. I hope he gets a bit of confidence back and uh, gets a few games under his belt. And, and it's good confidence. It's fighting as well and they're down the bottom end of the table. So if he can keep Bristol up and send some other team down from this local area, that'd be brilliant. Yeah, well, yeah. Looks like they're going anyway, don't it? Because they've lost again this week. Who's that, Bury? They've dropped off. Who's that? Who are we on about? Then what from Norwich? Lewis Robles oh. and Adam Hansen have uh, gone on loan. They've gone out to Macclesfield. Alan Hansen? Alan, Alan Hansen, yeah, his son, <laughs> there, Adam. 
they're going out to Macclesfield uh, as part of the deal that brought uh, Whitehead into us, so they're going to go for the rest of the season. So uh, I don't know anything about Anson, he's a centre back, is it? That's I think all I know, uh, Ali regarded. But Louis Robles, Rob Les Robles, he's um, scored 12 goals in 11 starts, Anthony, for the development squad. Yeah, so he's got good starts, hasn't he? So Cost goes back. Cause rolls back, but this is the next step for him now, isn't it? For uh, it's, it's a good Make move. Uh, and there's also a big rumour today that uh, Aberdeen are in for Don Cowie. Taking. No, I've got much better left having been sat in that traffic. But if anyone wants me, take him up. Just let me know. Drop me off in uh, Preston. Well, I've read today that uh, Paul Kendrick, uh, as in his, his piece about it, says that uh, he's not sure whether Caldwell wants to get rid of him or not because uh, he trusts him. And he's played international football. And so he's only got one cap, Don Cowie. So he's only played once. Yeah. Well, exactly. exactly. No, it's, actually, it's a nice little fluffy bob cap. His man knitted for him. <laughs> yeah. he, he wasn't. He, he needed to get stuck into some tackles last night when he came on, but he wasn't. He was patrolling. It does me head in that. Yeah. I think we we were all guilty of not getting in no. to the tackles in the oh, last fifteen minutes. Yeah. Is there yeah. any more rumours on? Um, sorry, Mick. Grant Holt leaving. Why? They just bought. They just bought. No, another speedy wide player, right? So we've got to. And this is where Yannick is now going to come into his own, right? Is bang, get everything into that box there to the Hulk mask. <laughs> well, to be honest, after seeing um, Craig Davis's performance against Gillingham, I'd sooner Grant Holt would have come on because he just did not look interested. Hmm, yeah. What's going on to him? Why is he not getting a game? <clears throat> I, I think Vukic played well last night. He did. I yeah. certainly yeah. did him a good brother goal last night's performance. Yeah. I, no, I, was being, I was being a bit negative about him. I, I, just before he scored, actually. So, so was he, I. He yeah, was, I agree. He took five or ten minutes to get going. Uh, but after that, he was spot on. Cause and I, then he I, went tough because he was tired. Which I don't understand. What? Was it Is that the excuse? <laughs> was he tired or was it one of them? Uh, I didn't think he brought anything. He scored a goal, but. It was I, an excellent header. Well, I I it didn't impress me. I think he looked out to, for me, I think he looked out of place. He, he, he could see, he was looking around too much, like, should I be here, should I be doing this? Yeah. He wasn't relaxed, the lad was not relaxed. And, and his first half performance was spent mainly in the centre circle, where he was just running around trying to make it look as though he was busy. Yeah, but I, he did, I'll give him, give him this bit, is apart from scoring a wonderful goal, um, he held the ball up pretty well when he got it. He was good with the ball, and he was holding it, and he, he didn't give it away, in other words. So, yeah, he no, took it, all right. he, took, he took a while to get going, but he yeah, was alright. Mm. Well, we didn't concede while he was on. Yeah, he had, he had, he had Which it. Which is what he said this morning. Yeah. I think you didn't concede while I was on. <laughs> Did he literally say that? Just like that, because he's from Newcastle. Newcastle. Slovenia. Slovenia. So this is like yeah, a bit yeah, of a mixed yeah. accent. Like our Dutch, Wiganese people. He's been in Scotland as well, so a bit of that in there he as well. He said okay at the end of it. <clears throat> I'll tell you what annoyed me last night as well. Why are we still persevering with these short goal kicks? Because it just ain't happening, it's not working, is it? Two occasions in the first half, it went to Morgan, who then passed it through um, Perkins. It worked. Right? But every other time, so God knows how many other goal kicks we had, it was put out, given back to the keeper, who then launched it downfield. So why are we yeah, doing it? Why are we doing it? The thing with that, we're drawing them out. You're pulling them out and you're tiring them out. I, I, I mean, the circumstances of the game didn't show that, but it, that's what it did show on Saturday. Well, we've not been the ball as well, apart from Daniels when we knock it to the wing. And uh, but how is it working then? If within seconds of taking this short corner, that short goal kick, you're then bouncing it downfield. But they don't all end up like that. Do they? Uh, uh, I've counted up and. 80% of them do. He's right. 80% of them do. Like I said, they don't all end up like that, do they? Yeah, but about <laughs> 20% is not getting us anywhere, is it? We've got three goals. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's yeah. move on. Right, we've got uh, Chesterfield in town on Saturday. So, last night's rubbish can be yeah. put to bed on Saturday. Now, uh, Angry Gary has spoken about the fact that he's going to make some changes or he's not actually said that has he he said that they should be worried about keeping the place in the team apart from Will Grigg and Michael Jacobs is that exactly what he said yeah he named them too and he said Vukic uh, did alright as well I had a name to him he sent her house as well but there you go 
so he said the rest of them well he said the rest of them didn't he mm. yeah, mm. The maybe rest that's of them. who he was referring to well, no, he, I, he I, he I keep all going to be like that when he phoned me up and asked me was was I available for that. Right, so we we got Chesterfield on Saturday. Um, we've previously played them twenty nine times. We've won ten, lost nine, and drawn ten. So it looks like a loss. So on Saturday, ten, ten, ten. Anyway, uh, Ross Joyce is uh, in charge. It's his first season in the football league. He's a twenty nine year old novice. And he's ref- refereed two games in League One so far. The rest have been in League Two. Uh, one of them was against Chesterfield, which they won away at Crewe. Uh, Sai's got some odds for us, please. Yep, we're four to six to win. The draw three to one, and Chesterfield at twenty-four to five. First goal scorer: uh, Grigat four to one, Vukic eleven to two, and Lee Novak at nine to one. And correct scores: one nil Wigan six to one, <coughs> draw at one all thirteen to two, two one Wigan eight to one. And a 3-2 Wigan win at 28-1. to one. Yeah. Get a quid on it. And who's the manager now at uh, Chesterfield? Wigan's very own. Danny Wilson. Yeah. Oh. Danny Wilson. Played football against him. Uh, since he's gone in there, they've turned around a bit and been scoring a lot of goals. Novak, Ebanks Blake as well, isn't he, up front for him? So they've been, uh, he, said, he said himself he's surprised at how many they scored. Who did they beat the other week? 7 1, was it? Shrewsbury. Yeah, turned them over. <laughs> when we struggled to break them down, didn't we, when we played them? Just beat them 1 0. Um, be a tough game, tough game. Can we think of 10 things about Chesterfield? 10 good things about Chesterfield? I'll start off. Well, it, it, well, no, 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 no. One thing that all Chesterfield people are proud of is the fact that. They don't live in Sheffield. Yeah. Paul? Gives a fa- good fact about Sheffield. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, I'm glad you asked me first. Crooked spire on the cathedral. Uh, yeah. yeah. Don't know anything else. Well, it's a large field in Chester. Yeah. <laughs> <The> stupid. <laughs> stupid boy. <laughs> I watched your dad's army thing last night. Yeah. Uh, Tory Ben? MP? Yeah. Gareth? Does fantastic race as oh, well. Tell you what, isn't it? I'm going a job, he's dead. Yeah. Well, they've only won two of the last six games, and having lost three of them. That's excellent, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So, like I said, they won 7-1 against uh, Shrewsbury, and most recently, the last game, they beat Rochdale away, 3-2. So, despite those negative odds, they've won the last two games? They've won the last two games, yes. And they've scored ten goals? Yes. <laughs> no, no. Mm. Adam? His predictions are what? No, no, no. What's, what do you know it's about Chester? Um, Chester the stadium's alright, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's a good stadium, so that's, uh, that's one plus. They have an alright stadium. Uh, Tesco's on stilts. Tesco's on stilts, yeah. Anybody goes to the old ground, Saltergate? Never been. Tesco's on the, the bloody old Car park's underneath it. It's, um, it's a flood right. plane, isn't it? You know what I mean? Uh, a bit like our Asda. So, these last six games, Gareth, uh, uh, they've, what do you say, they've won, won, they've won two, two, drawn one, and lost three. And who they've lost again? They lost 1 0 at Bury, they lost 1 0 at home to Bradford, and they lost 2 0 at Peterborough. They drew with Coventry, which is a cracking result, you've got to say. So the last three results have been good. Well, Gareth, what's the most recent game there? The most recent is... The last one. The last one. Rochdale 2, Chesterfield 3, last week. So they're they're not in a bad run of form, are they? If we shape up, we've got nothing to be scared of. The only reason we didn't win last night was because we were... Crap. Crap. We we took our foot off the gas. We stopped concentrating. Donovan Daniels was like he was on a bloody picnic. If we shape up, we can beat anybody. But you've got and they're going to have had the backside belt. They'll, they'll win on Saturday, don't worry. If we'd have won last night, we'd have been three points off the top two spot. Yeah. Three points. But I still, I, I, I'll tell you now, by the end of February, we'll be in the top two. Yeah. We're chasing, we're chasing Walsall and Burton. Because yeah. we've got Walsall and Coventry, haven't we, next month? Well... Coventry's in April. Okay. We've got, we've got, coming up, we've got Chesterfield at home, wow. we've got Crew away, Ooh. we've got Port Vale at home. Get it. So, it's like three home games, huh? Mm. I mean, you're looking, you must be looking at maximum points from them three. Well, somebody said to me last night, there's a potential here, now obviously, it was when we were three goals to the good, uh, the potential here for three, nine points in just over a week. Yeah. Now, 
everybody would, would, was saying, yeah, what fan, you know, how fantastic is that? The potential to get nine points out of your last three games, a great footing because you've then got three other games coming up where you've got the potential to get another nine points. And you're thinking, this, this is Wigan's time now to really do to push on mm. definitely yeah. to make that onslaught and I, stu- I still think we'll be in a pretty good position if we can win on Saturday seven yeah. from those nine is still a fairly good return and the other thing is uh, if there was any complacency due to creep in because of who we were playing I think it's gone straight out of the window with what happened last yeah, night mm. that might be a blessing in disguise that that, that comeback right. I mean dropping two points isn't a blessing in disguise but, it, but then again it could be the kick up the arse that we needed yeah, that, that, that's how I see it, and it's something that the management should uh, be reinforcing with the club with the team. Uh, very angry man, weren't you, Gary Colwell? Right, the soul as well, because I was a very angry fan. You know, three three goals to the good, and you, you, you know you, you're giving the game away like that. It's that French poetry, then. It is indeed. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who's that then, Barry? Man, the ticks. Well, let's have some uh, some predictions then, <coughs> Darren. Darren? Darren. <laughs> Darren. <laughs> I'm going to call you Gareth and Dan, but I've changed my way. Oh, we'll go, we'll go the other way around. Well, Barry, I think we're due to absolutely Darren. pace the team, which we should have done yesterday, but I think we'll hold it over to Saturday, and I think we'll win 3 0. Paul. See, Dan's 3 0, hoping to 4 0. Mick. Yeah, there has to be a three in it, hasn't there? With the last couple of games and the way things are going. Six three to win. <laughs> Do you know what? That, that's not a bad prediction, that, the way the results have been going. Well, this is that far. I know it sounds daft, but uh, the way we've been playing, you just can't predict, can you? <laughs> could have been you six just three. can't predict anything. Could have been six three last night, couldn't it? I think with our star man, Greg. Yeah. Hold. I think I'm going for a three two home win. Did you give us the odds on that? Yeah, 28 to 1. 28 to 1. Right, you know, I don't know if it's, it's I don't, we didn't um, screw, didn't they win 7 1. They won 7 1 versus Shrewsbury. Yeah. And I think we'll do it over them, 7 1. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'm loving this, well Gareth. Watch this space. <laughs> I hope that Burnett and Daniels are not our right sided defensive partnership because they were awful last night and they were awful the other night as well. And on other occasions too. Three nil win. Yes. Go on, Barry. <sighs> well, I thought I should the three games. Is this uh, the one where we set records? Gillingham, Sheffield United, and well, uh, Chesterfield. I thought we'd win one, draw one, and lose one, but I didn't know which order. Oh, and we've already oh. done the winning and the draw win. <laughs> so I'll go for a two nil Latics win. Because <laughs> I can't, I can't say we're going to lose. So I, I think we'll. Uh, I think we've never backed Latics to lose over this no, season. Well, I have. Yeah. We yeah. backed us to lose last week, and we won three two. So maybe I should have backed us to lose. We can't afford to lose. We can't. We can't afford to lose. We're in that stage, no, we've got to, we've got to keep going, steamrolling, like a big steamroller. Because when we think we're starting to get on it, we'll get something like last night. Yeah. <coughs> we're still at two points a game for three months. We're still running two points a game, which is enough, but not enough when you're giving the other teams half a dozen games at start. You're chasing Walsall, you're chasing Burton, don't worry about Coventry, you'll catch them. But Walsall and Burton are points ahead with games in hand, and that's going to be tough. We've still got to go to Walsall and Burton, haven't we? No. I think watch this space with Burton. I don't think they'll finish well, one, of, one of them might blow up, but mm. you certainly, you've got to catch one of them to, to be in the top two. I think it'll be those beside the M6 at well. I think... Well, so we'll be both lost the manager, aren't they? They lost three nil to Rochdale the other week. Yeah. Yeah. I don't you know, thought that would have had a bigger effect I'm on the team than it has, though. But it's, it seems to have been a positive move from them. I, I did the stats over the last three months, mm. the, other, the other night, prior to it was, it was at weekend, so we we played our Thursday game and nobody else had played yet. And all three clubs in the three months that are, that are checked over, I've gone at two points a game. Walsall exactly two points a game. Uh, Burton exactly two points a game and us exactly two points a game so you're not catching them at that rate you're relying on one of them to start dropping off or you've got to start picking more points up and I thought last night that we were on the way but at least we've not gone behind the rate yet no. if, we, if, we, if we 
can put four wins <coughs> together on the bounce, then that rate does go up, doesn't it? Does go it? up, yeah. Yeah, and that's what we've got to do. It's, it's slipping in the, the draws and the losses here and there that, yeah. that diminish it, though. But uh, is it not some of the teams around us playing each other this weekend as well? Yeah, Bury versus Coventry, is it? No, that's yeah. probably completely wrong, sorry. So as long as, as long as Walsall or Burton start dropping points, we'll be alright if we carry oh. on picking them up. Well, who played Walsall last night? Coventry. One of yeah, them. Coventry. Yeah. That was an excellent yeah. result for us. That was yeah. the best result we could have got last night. Yeah. Yeah. No, not really. We could have won. Well, <laughs> yeah, if we'd have won. Yeah. Best result in that game. Gareth? Ironically, Paul's talking about two teams, Burton and Walsall, and ironically, <clears> they were two best defences in the league by quite a way, too. Maybe there's something in that. Mm. Who's got the third best defence? Third best defence is Coventry with 25 conceded. We've conceded 27. Well, we're not too far off, are we? Well, before yeah, when you think night. about some of our Keystone yeah. cops defending, because it's <laughs> it's not it's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. But we're saying that, but we're in League One, and yeah. most of the teams are Keystone cops defending yeah. the towns. Yeah, right. yeah, but last night in the first half, it was Keystone cops, but yeah, we were scoring. <laughs> <laughs> and it, that, that was the weird thing about it. It was like, for goodness sake, actually, if you put your hand on your heart, you could turn around and say it should have been like two all that game at just uh, at half time. Because, because the chances they had and they squandered them. You know, they had some, some brilliant scoring yeah, opportunities. I mean, you have to be a bit sharp as a forward. And Billy Sharp. Billy Sharp. To take your chance when Leon Barnum just passes it to you out and up. You know, you're not expecting it, are you? So, you know, it's one thing you have being able to get on the end of a cross, and it's another thing, like, when you're expecting the, the centre half to pass it past you and he suddenly puts it in the feet, you're like, shit, what's going on ten seconds. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's a good job it's your name and not your nature then, isn't it, being sharp? He's been a good player, don't you, isn't he? Oh, Billy, Billy Sharp, goal scorer. He's a whinging son, so you've not seen him last night. Eh? Is, it, is it contagious, this, the, the Wenger penguin flap? Gives it all up. Bloody <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. They were all at it, though. They were like a flock of penguins attacking yeah. the referee last night. They've got a big oh, club yeah, mentality, aren't they? They're yeah. For me. I tell you, yeah, I tell you that, what. I'm sorry, but if that's big club mentality, you can keep it. Well, because that's not football. For There's a couple of them got the same problem I've got. Well, the hair's disappearing and it's turning up on the gut. <laughs> There's a couple of them that were a bit porky for professional football, I not mean? You know, I wasn't going to say nothing, me, but <laughs> even I felt good looking at some of them. <laughs> <laughs> and the fish shouldn't make it on either. Who was Oh, yeah. He did. He was on half time kicking ball. I'm glad he didn't. He scored against us last time he played against us, didn't he? It's which man, yeah. At least yeah. he didn't get sent off against United. No. No. Phil died. Oh, you're in this Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Anyway, on that, uh, talking about uh, things, uh, David Bowie's died this week, so we're going to... Oh, that's another bloody thing, you know. Well, I'm, I'm not happy because I've been setting that traffic. If you're going to play a tribute to an artist that's dead, that's written song after song after song after song, don't pick a cover version where he's singing with Mick Jagger, <laughs> who's that distinct, he sounded like he was, uh, oh, tribute to David Bowie. <coughs> Let's listen to him do backing vocals for Mick Jagger on a cover version. <laughs> you know, there's plenty, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not his biggest fan, but there's plenty of songs that he's written and done himself that they could have played last night. Well, we've got one coming up, and it's, uh, it's in keeping with, uh, Gareth, Gareth has suggested it, it's in keeping with Colwell's comments from last night, uh, about the fact that some of these players should be worrying about the, the place on Saturday. So tonight's track by David Bowie Gareth is... Changes. Changes. <laughs> so, <laughs> on that note, it's a good night from me. Good night. Sayonara. so sweet so I turned myself to face me 
I've never caught a glimpse How the others must see Baker I'm much too fast to take that test Ch-ch-ch-changes Turn and face the strange changes Don't wanna be a richer man Too high. 